Hey, Jess. Hey, Kat. How are you? I'm good. Still on that hot train, though. Tell you that. Oh, same, same, same. Same. Well, and I'm like, it's only June. It's, I know. I know. And Florida summers and Texas summers are super hot. Just like extra. Just extra hot, yeah. But uh, I'm going to see <laughs> the Backstreet Boys on Tuesday. Oh, so get I'm out! Super <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> it's for one of my friend's birthdays, so uh, yeah, that's super fun. fun. My my inner ten year old is very excited. Oh my gosh, that's so cool! Mm-hmm. They just rolled through, Election. I think Austin, so they must be out there like on tour, I guess. Yep. Yep. <laughs> That's so fun. Yeah, so that'll be fun. Yeah. Send pics. Pics where it didn't happen. <laughs> snaps. Snaps. Snaps, that's true. Okay, I'm down. Gotta get uh, what's... I want it that way, of course. Obviously. That's a Obviously. must. Yeah. It, that's it. Yeah. Uh, so why are we gonna stay inside, Jess, for to this episode? Um... So we're staying inside because people disappear, and that's crazy. And this kid, <laughs> this kid that I'm going to talk about is actually, he graduated from Naperville Central High School, which is in Illinois, which is where I grew up partly. Oh. And one of my friends, Laura Deerking, you know who you are, um, actually had a class with this kid. Dang. Okay. Yeah. Okay. A little personal. So we're talking about Bryce Laspisa. I think that's how you say his last name. If it's incorrect, I apologize. Born to parents Karen and Michael Lespisa, sorry, on April 30th, 1994, in Springfield, Illinois. Bryce was an artsy type of kid, and people say he was super charming and easy to be friends with. Um, Like I said, he graduated in 2012 from Naperville Central High School and then went on to Sierra College in Chico, California studying graphic and industrial design. His parents, um, newly retired, decided to make the move to Laguna Miguel, California, which was about seven hours south of where he was at college. He was the only child and they like followed him? Yes. Love it. Okay. Yep. So his freshman year was going great. He was getting good grades, making friends, and even had a girlfriend named Kim. The summer before his sophomore year, he told everyone how excited he was to go back to school. Um, But after his sophomore year started, his roommate and girlfriend started noticing some changes in his behavior. For example, he was becoming way more withdrawn depressed and even erratic is this like is this like normal like college depression because i feel like everybody has college depression maybe 
Or was it too early um, on? I feel like that's like a senior kind of thing. I mean, I was like kind of hella depressed after freshman year. Yeah. Just because I felt like I didn't know what I was doing. And I was like, did I make the right choice coming where I went? And then, yeah. But this is definitely a little more extreme because there are drugs and alcohol involved. Oh, yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. So, um, like I said, he was becoming more withdrawn, depressed, and erratic. Like, Kim even recalled him taking Vyvanse, which is like... It's like Adderall and used for ADHD, but he didn't have ADHD. Okay, gotcha. So he was taking it to stay awake, essentially. Um, and personal story, uh, I took Vyvanse in college before finals. <laughs> I was going to say, I think it's kind of normal for people to it's, do this. Yeah. Um, I mean, I've known of people taking Adderall too. Yeah. Just to like focus. Yeah. Um, Those all nighters are hard to come by naturally. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I stupidly mixed it with a energy drink <gasps> and ended up like not being able to fall asleep because I could feel my heartbeat throughout my entire body. Oh my gosh. It was, <laughs> it was not good. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and I ended up getting like a C on my final. So zero out of 10 recommend if you're trying to focus. <laughs> oh my gosh. Just like be a good student and not take drugs. As I say, I actually never did. And your girl only ever pulled one all nighter. And there's no way I passed that final regardless. <laughs> no, no, no. No, I don't think it was going to change my grade at all. No. But. In the moment, I was like, I need to do this. I need to stay up. Right. But, yeah. So, anyways, um, Bryce's roommate, Sean, noticed that he started drinking hard liquor every day up to as much as two-fifths in a single weekend. Holy hell. Yeah. (laughs) And I get... Okay, so I get binge drinking in college, right? Yeah. But two-fifths is a ton of alcohol yeah like i'm trying to think of the like i've i don't think i've ever put one away even even in a weekend never did even one so i'm like no "Mm like with friends too like Uh uh-uh but yeah so turns out he was regularly pairing the alcohol with vivance and would stay up super late playing video games um, all of his friends agreed that something had changed or was wrong with him, but no one knows what the cause was to make that change. His use of Vyvanse became alarmingly frequent during the first few weeks of his fall semester. On August 27th, 2013, he texted Kim saying that she would be better off without him. According to an article by All That's Interesting, he sent Sean a text saying, quote, I love you, bro. Seriously. You're the best person I have ever met. You saved my soul. Unquote. Like out of the blue, just like sent him this like, mm-hmm. okay. Guy, I mean, guys don't do that. I mean, not that girls, I guess, do that. But like, that's strange. I mean, I'm not a guy, so I don't know. But like, yeah, I feel like that's very, it, it seems out of the blue. Definitely like off too. Like very off. Yeah. Yeah. The same day he sent that text, he gave Sean his Xbox and gave away diamond earrings that had been a gift from his mom. Okay. Mm-hmm. This is such a bizarre, bizarre 
story. Like, yeah, you'll see. Um, according to Crime Junkie podcast, Bryce had possibly been up for two to three days straight by the time August 28th rolls around. Damn. Aren't you, like, yeah. legally intoxicated after, like, 48 hours not sleeping? Yes. Okay. Yep. Okay. <laughs> um, that day, Sean had called Bryce's mom to tell her that he was worried about him. That same night, Bryce called his mom from Kim's house, and Kim had taken the keys to his 2003 Toyota Highlander away because she had said he was in no condition to drive. Again. He's legally yep. drunk. Makes sense. Yep. Okay. Good girlfriend. Yeah. But he called his mom and told her that Kim took his keys away. And then Karen convinced Kim to give him back his keys and then <sighs> told Bryce to go home and go to bed. Oh, that makes no sense. But okay, like, give my drunk. Well, hold on. I won't even say drunk. Like, maybe she doesn't know she he's drunk, but like. Give my child that you believe is not in a condition to be driving his keys back. Oh, well, I'm sure Kim told her that he had been up for two to three days. Like, he yeah. should not have driven. He should have yeah. just stayed the night at, at Kim's and yeah. drove home in the morning. Yeah. That would have been the smart play. Yeah. Anyways. Karen also offered to fly up to check on him, but Bryce told her that they would just talk the next day. So Bryce ended up leaving Kim's apartment at 11.30 p.m. Okay. At 1 a.m. that same night, um, Bryce called his mom again. She assumed he was calling from his apartment, but phone records later show that he had called from a location one hour south of where his college was an hour south okay yeah yeah supposedly bryce had continued driving through the night because he had run out of gas in a town called button willow at 9 a.m okay he used roadside assistance and a man named christian who was the owner of castro tire and gas brought him three gallons of gas bryce's parents were notified by the car's insurance that he had used roadside assistance by 11 a.m. 11 a.m. Okay, so this is almost 12 so, hours later. Yeah. Okay. So he had stopped. Yeah. So he had stopped, called roadside assistant at, assistance at 9 a.m., and then his parents weren't um, notified until 11. Gotcha. Okay. That that had happened. So once his parents were notified, um, they called Christian, the guy who gave Bryce gas, and um, he told them what had happened and offered to return to where he had found Bryce to check on him. Um, so he went and checked on him and discovered that Bryce was still there, just chilling on the side of the road. Okay. Like, he had already been given gas. Yeah. Maybe his body was like, you know what? It's it's rest now. Rest now I mean, or die. Like, that's possible. Um, so once Christian got to him, he explained how worried his parents were. And um, he, Christian ended up calling his parents back just to let them know where he was. Um, 
And then Bryce agreed to make the three-hour drive home, and Christian watched as he drove off around 3 p.m. Okay. Hours passed, and Bryce's parents still had not heard from him. They then decided to file a missing persons report with Orange County Sheriff's Department. They tracked his, the police tracked his cell phone and located him just a few miles from where Christian had last seen him. So he's not gone far at all. Yeah. And it's been hours. Hours. Yeah. When officers um, stopped to check on him, they said he seemed lucid and friendly and he showed no signs of intoxication or substance abuse. What in the world? Okay, but he, like, okay, according to the whole last, you know, 24 hours, this man is just not right something is going on and they're like no he's fine yeah okay this is a bonkers story um the police told bryce the same thing christian had said earlier that his parents were worried about him bryce seemed hesitant to call his parents himself so the police did it for him karen told bryce to come home and after she got off the phone she called christian and asked him to drive out and check on him again because it had only been a couple miles that he'd gone further, I guess. Yeah. Um, Christian called her back saying that um, he had watched Bryce get back on the road heading south towards their home. Okay, well, that's good. Yeah. Okay. Around 2 a.m. on August 30th, Bryce called his mom one last time to tell her that he was too tired to drive anymore and that he was going to pull off the road to sleep. She agreed, expecting to see him the next morning. Do they know where he is? Like, where he says he's, like, pulling off to the side of the road? Like, do they know? Um, so... Because you said he was only three hours away, right? Yeah. I'll get it. I'll get to that. Okay. Yeah. So think of this, though. So he left on the 28th at 1130. Yeah. And it's a seven-hour drive to his parents' house. Oh, it's seven hours. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. But still. <laughs> We're talking days like, here. It's, it's two days later now. Yeah. The doorbell at his parents' house rings around 8 a.m., and they were fully expecting it to maybe be Bryce, but instead it was a California Highway Patrol officer saying that Bryce's car had been found abandoned near Castaic Lake. I don't know if that's how to say it, but... A lake in California. <laughs> yep. Okay. The rear window of his car had been shadow- shattered, and his phone, laptop, and wallet were found inside, but there was no trace of Bryce. Surveillance footage showed that at 2.15 a.m., he had turned onto an access road rather than pulling over on the highway. Okay. Drivers searched the lake and found drivers. Oh, Divers. (laughs) Divers searched the lake and found no trace of him. Police dogs tracked his scent across the bridge to a nearby truck stop where it went cold. Oh. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. That made mm-hmm. my eyebrows go up. But literally, there has been nothing else. In September of 2013, charred, charred remains found near the lake were found, but they did not belong to Bryce. And then in 2017, a skull found off of a nearby highway was also ruled out. So it Similar... just, like, basically vanished. Mm-hmm. Similar reports over the years have left investigators empty-handed. Like, they're just not him. Because his body was never found, detectives were unable to close the case. There are theories out there that say he purposefully left his phone and wallet behind so he could truly start a new life. There's another theory that says he suffered a psychotic break because of his substance abuse withdrawal. It's also possible that he could have died that night and his remains are yet to be found. I mean, I guess all are like, I could see it. It wouldn't mm-hmm. be like the crazy, but... It's been it's been almost 10 years since his disappearance and no new clues have emerged. His parents still share missing persons posters and remain hopeful that someday they will find out what happened to their son. That's terrible. Yeah. Like so, homeboy is still missing, and it's just it's just a b- bizarre case because he left his girlfriend's, was supposed to go to his apartment, yeah, but instead decided, you know, I'm just gonna drive for a while. After get after giving house. away his things and sending weird text messages, right? Like it seems intentional but i don't i don't know what his intention was right like there's no like oh obviously this is what he was gonna do like right that's why it's kind of believable to me that maybe he did want to start a new life but like why would his windshield be cracked right or smashed yeah i don't know and you need money no matter what. That's what I'm thinking. You... Like, how how does how does one just start over? Like, unless he try he is living off the grid. But even that takes a lot of prep. I feel like, you know, right. like we're talking about a kid that went to college in California that was an art major. Like, he's not some yeah. like burly boy scout. You know, like outdoorsy guy like no you you wanted to do graphic design and be on a computer inside right so it's insane what happened to bryce yeah yeah so that's that's it that's all i had for you so that's why i'm staying inside i'm gonna stay inside (laughs) so that way my mom can find me (laughs) yeah (laughs) oh That's crazy. Yes, it's wild. Yeah, so. (laughs) If you guys want to give us any suggestions for what we should cover next, email us at stayinsidepod at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram at stayinsidepodcast or follow us on Twitter at stayinsidepod. We hope you guys keep listening. Heck yeah. Keep this rolling. And don't... Take five ants.
with anything else if you're not prescribed it. <laughs> right. And if I get a creepy text from anybody saying creepy things, I'm going to make sure you stay at my house for the next week. So if someone gives me something that is a very like a prized possession to them, I'm going to ask questions. Yeah. All the questions. I, I will watch you like a hawk. Like, what are you doing? Right. So many questions. Yeah. Okay. Till next time. We'll see you next time. Bye. <laughs> Bye.